generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Thank you for tuning in. We're up to week number 10 and this week was the first week that we looked at any sort of content around bringing in more money into the household, into the business. When I say household, I mean for those that are part of a household, might be reading uh, with kids and as a business, I mean you looking at yourself as a business as a concept we've spoken about previously. So more money how can we bring some more money in because realistically I don't know many people that don't talk about wanting more money Um, sure there are people that are content with the income that they earn but you know when a lot of people get well when people get told they're not going to get a pay increase they shit the bed and when a group of people get told there's not going to be a pay increase, they collectively shit the bed and there's shit everywhere. So you can't tell me that people aren't hoping for a pay rise or for some more form of income. And I saw recently that one in three people now has some sort of side hustle or secondary form of income. So very, very interesting. That's a lot of people, one in three. And we're in the best time ever to have a crack at it. So that's probably why. Um, But that's why we wanted to learn about secondary tax and how that stuff works before we ripped into week 10 because I know a lot of people would be thinking about uh, the only way to add on some income would be to get a second job and that's completely fine if that was the approach you want to take but leading into week 10 I wanted people to understand that there was no such thing as this double tax thing so they could start thinking about some extra income so that they don't get left behind if more people are continuing to do it. And if it's possible for them, then how come it can't be possible for you? So let's take a look at week number 10 from the top. More money for you, question mark. Because most Kiwis are taught to go to uni and get a job. Hold on, wait, what did you just read? Yes, you are suddenly having flashbacks to your secondary school dean being so persistent on you going to university, aren't you? Maybe that was just for me, but you know, It was very ingrained when I was going through the system as such that if you were smart enough, you should be going to uni 
and it was geared that way because university degrees uh, were interest free and all these types of things so why wouldn't you do it and you'll have the guarantee allegedly of a well-paying job so oh you don't think your school was keeping bragging statistics on how many students they had progressed to university let's continue before we get on to some sort of conspiracy thinking due to this pathway for most people the only increase we learn to ask for or expect is a pay rise how dumb is that when you think about it You work your ass off for a year in the hope you'll be paid more to do the same thing next year. 5% plus inflation, please, boss. Sorry, not this year, Chris. We're in a recession. Well, shit. You better learn how to negotiate a pay rise then. If that is your only tactic to increase your income, you'd want to be pretty good at it, wouldn't you? Unbelievable how many people don't do any work to figure out how to ask for a pay rise when that is the only form of increase in income that they have the opportunity or have at their, um, you know, to to go after. If that is the only way that you're going to increase your income, you'd want to do some learning around how the hell to effectively ask for a pay rise, wouldn't you think? Especially if other people aren't going to do it, you're going to look like the one out of the box that is doing it. So think about that. If that is your only form and only chance of an increase in income, why not get good at asking for that? What about if you decide you wanted to give yourself your own pay rise? How do you do that? Here's some ideas. A second job. Think about ways you've made little bits of cash previously. Can you do more of that now? Perhaps selling some firewood. Can you sell something you don't need? Can you sell something to your neighbours? There's a whole heap of stuff in your house that you don't really need. Have you seen someone sell something and think, I can do that, and then you've done nothing about it? Maybe it's time to do something about it. Do you have a friend selling something and know you can give them a hand too? This is a really good hack. So many people think that they have to start their own thing. I need to start my own thing. Like, cool theory and concept, but it's bloody hard to do that. That's why most people have a job. They're not starting their own thing. They're going to work for someone or some corporate or some entity that has already started something. Go and help them and get paid and rewarded to do so. Do you have some knowledge you can package up and sell? Education is becoming more and more sought after product and service for people to buy. Buy less dumb shit. Sorry, I had to sneak that in there. Can you become a referral source to someone else generating income? Going back to what I said before, if your mate's running a business perhaps, hey, I see you're selling these candles. Can I help sell them for you and you'll give me a cut of it? Anything you can rent out, a room in your house, your car, a second car, equipment, assets, storage, a car park. Consider a temporary KiwiSaver contribution holiday. This stops you contributing to your KiwiSaver and holds more money back. Can you do something smart with this? You'd want to be very careful about when you use that. That is a way to basically put more money into your hand if you're taking a KiwiSaver contribution holiday, but I would only suggest doing that if it's last resort and, well, I shouldn't even be suggesting to do it as such, but... Um, Think very long and hard before going and doing that. That might be a good thing to do if you're not going to be able to access your KiwiSaver for a long time perhaps and you really want to clear down some debt that's getting charged at 18%, something like that, Um, or you're trying to stack just a little bit of extra cash so that you can buy your first piece of equipment that you're going to use to start a business or or on sell at a margin, something like that, but Don't get stuck in the trap of not contributing if you do want to be planning for your retirement through your KiwiSaver. Lastly, is your ID info up to date? 
so that you are paying the right amount of tax. For most people, this usually would be updated automatically these days via the IRD, but it can be worth having a look into my IR and just seeing, hey, does everything look correct here? Here's one from left field. Don't think about what you do for your job. Don't think about what you do for your job. Instead, think about what the business you work work for does for other people. Yeah, I'm going to read that again, even I confused myself. Don't think about what you do for your job. Instead, think about what the business you work for does for other people. So what I'm saying there is don't think about what your job is as your means to income. Look at the business that you work for and think, what are we actually doing? And you might just work in one department of that business, and that might be the accounts department of a business that is selling trees. And you think, hmm, actually I know a lot of people that need to buy trees. I've got an uncle that needs to buy trees or something. Then you approach the business owner and you say, hey, can I be incentivized to, to drive some revenue through this business and sell some trees? You never know what they'll say back. So see if you can help them make more money or more sales, effectively swapping your role to part-time salesperson. Ask for a cut of the income you introduce to the business. Most of us aren't brave enough to do something like this, but it could be a very important and easy way to bring in um, some extra income to ourselves. So what did you just learn? No matter your situation, there are many, many different ways that you can increase your income. It's not something too many people talk about as it just seems unachievable. Pick something that you know that you can make work and master that for a while, then move on to another tactic. Activity. Firstly, do you even need any further income? What are you going to do if you do have extra income? Piss it up against the wall or use it wisely? Did any of the above ideas give you some ideas of things that you can do? If so, how can you go and take action on one of these ideas? Can you become a part-time salesperson for your current job? Seriously, think about it and have the conversation if you are in that position that it's going to allow you to do that. Kiwi households continue to spend more than they earn. How do they do this? By spending debt. Obviously no one is teaching people how to generate more income. So instead of finding ways to generate more income for ourselves and for our households, we're taking the easy option out of securing more debt to spend. And we've learned about how dangerous that can be previously, very briefly, because debt is net tax. So if you get a $15,000 credit card and you one day want to pay that back, you've got to pay that back with money after tax. So a $15,000 credit is more, a credit card is more, and you spend the whole thing and use it, is is really like a $20,000 decrease in your income because you need to pay that entire thing back. So think about debt in terms of, okay, I need to pay this back after tax has been paid on the income that I make. Make it your responsibility so that one day you too can teach your children the same thing and your friends and family around you how they can add more income into their life. The weekend is incoming. Luke, P.S. You are one of 1,195 recipients. So hopefully that just gets you thinking about different ways that you can add more income into your life. Because at the top there I said that you know most people, that's what they're hoping for. And that's what they want. We think, okay, if we just get a little bit of extra money, it's going to help us. And for most people, if used wisely, that is correct. But it's never been easier 
to to bring some extra income into our lives. I've got a good friend who literally goes on Facebook Marketplace, finds things that are free or cheap or thinks are undervalued, and then relists them at a higher price. And yes, he has to put some time and effort into that, but he brings an extra income into his household by doing that, and that is very, very simple. So if we didn't have Facebook and we didn't have these Facebook marketplaces and things like this, that wouldn't be possible. But the internet and social media and things have given us an unfair ability to have a crack at adding new forms of income into our households. It is just that most people are too scared, too proud, too lazy, too tired, too boring, too excuse-driven, want to deny it, want to blame other people. They're too that far into the trench that they're not actually going to look at the possibilities that are in front of them. So yes, that may be confronting, and I'm cool with that because it has to be, because it shouldn't be easy. You shouldn't just be able to pull an extra $10,000 of income into your household. You'd still need to do something in return to do that. Money exchanges hands when value exceeds price. So what that means is if Luke presents a couch to somebody and they see it as being more valuable than the price I put on it, they will exchange money for it. I say, here, you can have this couch that I don't want that has no value to me, but I think the value to you is going to be $150. And they say, well, actually, I'm only prepared to pay $125. And you say, no problem, give me the $125. They are exchanging that money as a tool for the value that that's going to bring to them and their household, the ability to sit down on that couch and have fellowship with each other, or do whatever they want to do on that couch, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just don't know what people are doing on couches these days. But anyway, leave that for your imagination to figure out, because probably watching 60 Minutes or something, but who knows what you were thinking about. So, you know, remember that. If you can add value to the marketplace, there will be ways for you to get rewarded for it financially. That is our aim when we go to work. We are adding value to the business, and to the employer, and they reward us with money. It's just a tool, just a means of exchange. Value is the ultimate driver underneath it. So look at the market, look at things around you, look at your neighborhoods and go, right, what are people valuing at the moment? What's bringing value to these people? Can I go and do some of that? Oh, you value your time. How about I mow your lawns? That'll be $60. Not a problem. Here you go, here's 60 bucks. Can you get it done right now? It's going to be $70 if you want me to do it in the next 24 hours. Fine. Here's 70 bucks. Just get the problem away from me. I want and value convenience. Think about it in that way rather than overcomplicating it. Look for ways you can add value. Stick to those ideas. We'll touch on this another time. See you next week.